today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Vic Fidelli, who is the Ontario Finance Minister, has announced that he will give us an economic update in about two weeks on November the 15th. It's kind of a mini budget, really. Uh, problem is, uh, we don't know where the numbers are and, and exactly what's doing what here when it comes to deficits, what the government's going to do. I mean, they keep saying that they want to get the books in order. Uh, but there's a great deal of discrepancy right now as to where we're starting from and just how big the deficit is. Alan Carter, the uh, anchor of uh, Global News at 530 and 6, and of course the host of Focus Ontario, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to uh, talk about this. Morning, Alan. How are you doing today? Well, good morning, Bill. I'm I'm well, although ensconced in gray skies and rain. Yeah, well, that seems to be the black cloud that's hanging over Queen's Park these days, I guess. <laughs> uh, who do you trust, Alan? I mean, you know, you, the, the government came out and said, you know, there's a $15 billion deficit, and, and boy, do we have a lot of work to do. And just a couple of days ago, uh, Rob Benzie in the Toronto Star wrote a report that suggested that those numbers aren't really true, that they're putting numbers in there that don't really count. Where are we here? Where's the truth in this? Well, the $15 billion number has always been suspect from the moment that they trumpeted it after former B.C. Premier um, uh, Campbell released his report saying that, well, this is the true number. And you know, and since then, we've heard a lot of rhetoric from the Ford government about cover-up. And they weren't just cooking the books, they were frying them and all the rest of it. And now we have a select committee looking at what happened to all the money. Except for, it doesn't appear that $15 billion is even close to what the real number is. And that, if you were to take $15 billion, that includes all of the spending promises that the Liberals said that they were going to do if re-elected, and I'm not sure if you followed what happened in June, but they were decimated and reduced to seven seats. So all of that, all those spending promises go out the window, yet we continue to hear this $15 billion number. Come November 15th, here's what's going to happen, is we're going to find out that, oh, the deficit is far, far lower, and Doug Ford and his ministers will take credit for it. Having done what in the last five months? <laughs> Winning the election and not spending the money that the liberals said they would spend. Not to mention, like, just do do the quick math. I mean, it was just, what, last week they canceled the expansion of those universities? That's $300 million, right? Well, they've done a bunch of things like that, and if you you know you subtract them as, the, as you go along from that $15 billion number, well, you'd be down. But they continue to stick hardcore to, no, 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 the deficit's $15 billion. the Liberals left us in a $15 billion hole. Isn't this a bit of a shell game that just about all political parties do once they, they gain, you know, the corner office at Queen's Park? Yeah, I mean, I guess it is a pox on all their houses, um, and, and you're right, you know, remember 15 years ago the Liberals came in and said, oh, the cupboard's way more bare, you know, it's bare, we have to bring in this, uh, you know, health tax after McGinty said he wouldn't raise our taxes and all the rest. And then they put in this law that said, well, yeah, here's what we're going to do to make sure this doesn't happen anymore. We're going to make the auditors sign off on the books before we go into election. Well, guess what happened this time around? Well, we, we, now we have a tiff with the auditor, all based on this really arcane discussion over whether or not pension assets should be counted on the red side or the black side of the ledger. And Bonnie Lissick says, no, no, you can't count that money. And here's the thing to watch for, Bill, is that the, what the conservatives have done is they've said, no, no, we agree with the, we agree with the auditor. And that has jacked up the uh, deficit number from 
where it was under the liberals, because the liberals said, no, we don't agree with the auditor. But you watch. The conservatives have only said, we're going to adopt her accounting for the time being. Later in their mandate, they may just say, you know what? <laughs> yeah, sorry. You know those pension assets? No, we're going to put it back on the black side. And Oh, by the way, now the deficit is half of what we said it was. And, and you can see that coming, I mean, because that was all in Gordon Campbell's report, wasn't it, Dal? That uh, he said to, uh, the government should accept uh, the, the, the Auditor General's bookkeeping on a provisional basis. In other words, it suits your purpose now, so yeah, knock yourself out. But later on, you know, that's, you, you, can, you can walk back on that. And you, it's a matter of, you, you know that's going to happen at some point, because things, let's face it, with all economies, there, there's, you know, ups and downs. And when we hit one of those downs, you've got to think that Vic Fidelity is going to reconsider that. Well, and, and here's the thing that I suspect is that they probably won't even do it. They, they won't even do it this year. They'll continue to say, no, no, the deficit is, I think Lissick says that the deficit is somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to $12 billion, uh, according to her financial calculations. So, you know, again, even if you take Lissick's numbers, you know, this $15 billion number is inflated. So... If it is, let's just say uh, when Vic comes out on the 15th and he's going to say, okay, it's 12 is the number we're in the hole, then in the spring he'll continue to, you know, say 12. But a year and a half from now, two years from now, maybe Lissick, I forget when her term is up, she may be done, She may be, there may be a new auditor, and suddenly all the numbers are different now. The Ford government has brought the thing down, the deficit down to $2 billion or $4 billion. And, and we need to put that whole thing in context. And I know you've mentioned this uh, on the show in the past, Alan, is that uh, in the first part of, of her term as, as uh, the, the Auditor General, Bonnie Lissick actually thought, yeah, you can do that. You can put those over as government assets. And and the, the change in decision just happened to be just around the same time that she was having a tiff with the Premier about, about bookkeeping and about numbers from one of her reports. And all of a sudden, there was a change of mind about that. So I, you got to wonder how sincere she is about it as well. Well, yeah, I mean... I hate to call, you know, the auditors a, a whole lot better with numbers than me. I'm a journalist, you know, if I could count, I'd probably do something else with my life. But uh, the thing is, is that it is a little suspect that, you know, that at the same time that she's outraged over uh, the change in powers in her office over advertising and a bunch of other things, that that's right at the same sort of time that, well, no, we're going to change the 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 accounting measures and frankly there's just no consensus in the country over how to do it and i think that it's all going to go away once miss lissick's tenure is done how's this going to impact uh, what what vic fidelli talks about on the 15th uh there's there's a lot of concern obviously because of some of the announcements the government's already made as you mentioned you know the cap and trade thing which they officially killed this week with that legislation uh, there's a few other programs they've nixed all the campaign promises. Of course, the liberals made those. Those were never going to be, I guess, considered at all. But you know, there's this concern about social service cuts and a number of other things that are going on. And and uh, Lisa McLeod says, well, yeah, we're going to announce that, but you get, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. And I don't know exactly what that means, but it, it really all boils down to to what the government's finances are going to be and what their priorities are going to be. Well, and this is why you know you, I think you're going to have to take whatever Mr. Fidelli says on the 15th with a big old grain of salt because, I mean, the opposition will point out that, look, this is just a pretext for cuts. And some of the things to keep your eye on, Bill, like, for example, free tuition, which the liberals brought in. Yeah. 
when the it was announced that the expansion of campuses would be canceled, the minister responsible for that file would not answer whether or not free tuition would be cut. What about free prescription drugs for you know all of that sort of stuff? Is that going to be gone? I mean, we we're going to be watch those recent liberal promises that brought that Wynne brought in in the last 18 months of her tenure and you can expect a lot of them to go away well i mean the concern we've got here in hamilton of course is that billion dollars for uh, for the lrt project that uh, kathleen Wynne had promised uh, and i know that during the campaign uh, mr ford said oh yeah the money's there and even if you don't want to build lrt you're still going to get a billion dollars but there's some skepticism about that now because of the way they've walked back on some of the other commitments from the previous government we just don't know do we no, and, you know, so much of the Ford government has been talked, but not a whole lot of details. Now, to be fair, there is a process where these details come out, and I think it, it would be, you know, wouldn't matter the stripe of the political sign on the door, uh, on the Premier's office, it would roll out relatively the same. I'm not saying that they're being coy with the numbers. It's just that so many things from social service policy, to environmental policy, to the LRT, to all of these things, continue to, we just continue to say, well, stand by, we have a plan, we'll announce that shortly. This, the talk, the rumblings, though, I, I, even, not just around Queen's Park, but I think right around the province by some of the skeptics and some of the critics, obviously, I guess, Alan, is that, look, at this is, this is going to be son of the common sense revolution. This is part de. This is Mike Harris reborn, etc. Does that kind of talk bother them, or, or do they care one way or another? Well, I, I think so. I mean, what you just continue to hear is, well, you know, the liberals have left us in a mess, and they... You know, they spent money we didn't have, and we have to keep things under, get things under control, and Ontario's open for business. And that's, I think they're just going to stay on that message track. But uh, obviously when we saw with Mike Harris, which was the same song, basically, uh, although it was the NDP that he was chastising, it was the Ray government that he took over from. But we saw the cuts to social service, we saw cuts to health care, and hospitals were closed, and battles with teachers, federations, etc. And there's, there's a real concern that that's going on. Uh, it's a different cast of characters. I think Jim Wilson, I think, is the only guy left over from that era, isn't he? At least in, in cabinet, anyway. But, but I, I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, but with that in mind, is this a kinder, gentler conservative party, or are they, are they going to play hardball like Mike Harris did? Well, I, I don't think there's anything that... Um that would suggest that Ford Nation is kinder and gentler. I mean, I think I think you've seen that the premier sort of thrives in in chaos and in, and sort of relishes it in a way. So I, you know, I don't know if the Ford government will continue to conduct itself throughout its mandate the way that it did, for example, this summer with invocation of notwithstanding and all that kind of chaos and with the cut of city council in Toronto. But it certainly seems that way. And when we start getting to public service contracts, which will happen over the course of his tenure and how he negotiates, I think you're going to start seeing more protests on the lawn. I think it is going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be very 90s, which, you know, is great. I'm going to get some, you know, I'm going to get out, get out my flannel. Again. Well, you're going to get a lot of fresh air. 
and and, the, and we remember those days, the, the days of protest and, and all that other stuff too. And uh, it's it's interesting to see just how they're going to approach this. I mean, because they're being a little coy. And you're right. I mean, most of the announcements they've made in the last two or three months is what they're not going to do. And I, I guess on the 15th, we might get at least a little peek as to what their priorities are and what they're actually going to spend money on as opposed to what they're not going to spend money on. Yeah, I, w- I mean, I know that I'm, I'm, you know, they're saying mini budget and all the rest. Of I will hold judgment on that because the fall economic statements can be not that much. Like it's not, it, it, it's not the, a budget. It's not a line item. It's a, it's basically a statement of the finances of the, of the government uh, of the current state of the finances, but it doesn't necessarily lend itself towards promises and new spending and, you know, and cuts. And I'm not sure we're going to see the kind of detail that people would like to see. Well, obviously, uh, nod, nod, wink, wink. I guess we'll have to wait and see because Mr. Fidelli's keeping his cards pretty close to the justice right now, and uh, we're hearing a lot from the other ministers. Uh, Very quickly, uh, Focus Ontario coming up this weekend. What are you going to be talking about? Well, we have uh, former Prime Minister Jacques Tetcheau with a fascinating interview uh, where we talk about the importance of words uh, and the power of words, and especially with what's going on south of the border. And he comments and on, on Donald Trump and the words that Donald Trump uses. But then, here, I pivot to the fact that, you know, Tetcheau has been in power in, in, or was in public life for so long there are terms that he freely uses in his new book, like Eskimo, or the fact that he was Minister of Indian Affairs. We don't use those terms anymore. So how do you balance that, these powerful words being used by uh, the President of the United States that Kretschmer says is a dog whistle, as opposed to the words that he still says he uses around the dinner table that a lot of people would consider not politically correct? Look forward to that, as always. Of course, every weekend, uh, Focus Ontario. It's on Saturday evening, and of course, on Sunday morning, a repeat on uh, Global TV. Alan, have a great weekend. Thanks so much for this today. Bill, I always appreciate being on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Alan Carter, of course, host of Global News at 530 and 6, and the host of Focus Ontario. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.